سدد يمر الكرة لشو ديفيد خطيرة خطيرة جول جول الثاني للمانيو So, Jose, great start to the game, great start to the season, and two goals from your under-fire stars. Paul Pogba and Luke Shaw, you must be delighted. Uh, yes, uh, 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 thank you. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't understand, to be honest. I work hard all week to be champion. Uh, to be champion with Qatar, with, in Qatar with Portugal, World Cup 2022. But tonight... My work means nothing. I do not know why Alexis does not take the penalty. Uh, he gives Bob a, a friendly push. It's just a push. And then it's a push to, to my heart for, for Portugal uh, 2022. Pogba came late from training. He plays, but he's not supposed to take the penalty. Um, uh, Pogba is now pressure penalty kick taker. His confidence is up. is is terrible, terrible for me. Uh, okay, um, not such a great start then, Josie. But uh, what about the second half? What what are your thoughts on that? Uh, second half, uh, Luke Shaw, who I give many many hamburgers to uh, uh, in the summertime. Uh, he should play terrible. He should play without his mind and with only his belly, but. Instead, he scored goal. Now, my two biggest opponents of 2022 trophy are more confident. It is major, major setback for Portugal. Uh, unbelievable. But I always know how to be champion. It's not easy. I will continue. I will work every day for my little eggs to hatch. And I know I will be champion. Uh, and and yeah, thank you. No, no more questions. So. This is the Born Offside podcast. I really love the pink jackets that the Manchester United staff wore. I'm going to talk about the things I like. Fuck these guys. Welcome and hello and uh, thank you uh, very much, Jose. Thank you, Jose. Uh, thank that. you. Thank you once again. Um, it's... Uh, 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 once again, welcome to, to Born Offside. Uh, join us on, on, uh, on Facebook and uh, at... Uh, Offside Born on Twitter. Uh, follow us, subscribe to our podcasts. Uh, we are back. We're back. Dave, how, how are you feeling about the, prem, the, the Premier League starting up again? Mate, we're back. Football is back. And you're so giddy and excited, you almost <laughs> forgot the name of this podcast. <laughs> you could tell, could you? It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I've been thinking about it all week. I don't understand what it is, why I'm so excited, why I'm so giddy. Uh, 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 people who don't uh, uh, like football and don't love football, it doesn't really matter because they're not listening to this podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> they probably don't realise why uh, we would be so excited, especially on, on uh, for a Premier League that we all think Manchester City is just going to 
you know, steamroller our way through it. But uh, it's, uh, it's just so exciting and uh, it's, it's going to be absolutely great. Um, today, on today's show, we will be previewing, or re sorry, reviewing uh, la um, last night's Manchester United versus Leicester, uh, which was the first uh, game of the Premier League. Premier League is well and truly underway now. It feels well and truly underway with that first game under our belts. Uh, we will preview uh, today and tomorrow's uh, uh, football matches, and uh, uh, and and then afterwards we'll we'll also have a little look at the at the championship as well, and a couple of little features in there as well. So I can't uh, wait for that. <laughs> without further ado, because it has been has been already fantastic. Without further ado, Manchester United versus Leicester. Uh, we'll, we'll give it a quick review. Uh, Man United uh, uh, came out victorious at Old Trafford against Leicester 2-1. Uh, Dave, same shit as last year? Well, well, Manchester United, yeah, well, yeah, kind of more, more or less the same shit, but maybe slightly different. Um, Paul Pogba looked very, very good, didn't he? Like, he was captain. He was penalty taker. He was striding around the midfield. He was doing stuff. He was involved. I mean, I thought his performance was very impressive, but I did think there were large portions of that game which were like Manchester United weren't too impressive and were dull. Mate, I'm, I'm a little bit all over the place here. What I should really should have started with is I think I now love Harry Maguire. I think... <laughs> I think he is my favourite non-Tottenham player in the Premier League. I love, I love his disposition. I love the fact that he still, to me, looks as if he's in a pub team. Like, there's just something about his face that says pub team. And, and he has a massive head. I love him. I, really, I thought he would play very well today, and I, I really hope he does well. Unless he moves to Arsenal Chelsea, I think I'm, I'm gonna, always going to love him. <laughs> with, with a massive head, with a massive... Uh, frame as well. He's such a, a big player, isn't he? And uh, 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 when playing around the back, he's a proper centre back, isn't he? Oh, he really... isn't he? But then oh. he dribbles. Then he does something classy. Yeah. Dribbles, mate. And he can hit a diag. Oof, loves oh. a diag. Does <laughs> Harry? Love a good diag. Beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, mate. So we'll, we'll get onto the get onto the game. Uh, Harry, Harry did uh, did okay, I guess. Uh, penalty straight away in the first minute. Oh, just about Pogba. How strange as well, because he's he was, apparently he's only been back to training since Monday, so he's only actually had four days worth of training. And Mourinho uh, actually asked him whether he was capable of playing or not, uh, because he only had uh, McTominay. And, um, uh, and I think it was Pereira uh, uh, available uh, to play as central midfielders. He didn't really have anybody well, else. Well, Fred, Fred played, didn't he? Oh, oh, sorry, and Fred, yes. Right, yes. And so, teach us how to say Fred in Portuguese. Fred. Oh, it's not. I thought it was like Fregi. Fre oh, that would be, yeah, sorry, you said Portuguese. Sorry, Brazilian. It would be Fred. Fred. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Yeah, so we had Fredge in in, uh, in 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 the in the centre and Pogba, Pogba as well, Pogba in the in the in in the centre of midfield over there, and 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 they did really well, didn't they? Really for a team that was, uh, and he was, uh, I think, uh, Mourinho described him as a as as, as a monster uh, uh, during during his game. Was he a monster? Do you think he was a monster? Well, Pog Pogba, Pogba the monster. Yeah. yeah. What's that yeah. coming over the hill? Is it Paul Pogba? Um. Yeah, I yeah. guess I guess it could be. I thought Fresh was um was very busy. <laughs> I thought he was a very busy little player. Scuttled around. He did a lot. Um, the Pereira mm. Pereira kid. I guess he's not a kid anymore. He's been around for a while. I was always under the impression he was a number ten, but he seemed to be playing 
like um, more of a, a Cloud Makaleli type thing. Well, no, that's right. Yeah, and he was uh, um, back in the uh, uh, well, I'd say even a couple of seasons ago. And uh, a couple of seasons ago, he, he he was being used as number ten. He went to Valencia, I believe, and he was being used out on the wing. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it, very strange. Came back and suddenly he's got this uh, brand new role, almost as uh, you know, like you said, Makalele or or Kante, sort of or Matic even. Uh, oh, where's Matic? Uh, he must be injured, mustn't he? Yeah, he must be injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, he would have been straight in there as well. But, uh, um, but yeah, no, he was very good. I was very impressed with uh, with him as well. So, um, uh, uh, penalty, first minute, straight off, bang. Was it a pen? Are we yeah, saying it, was. it was a pen. Yeah, okay, yeah, like he, he, he moved his arm towards the ball inside. It was a stupid pen. I went to a pub to watch this, and I convinced some of my American friends who were still in love with football after the World Cup that we should go and watch the game at the pub. And they came and we watched it at the pub. And after two minutes, it almost felt like it was over as a context when someone did something <laughs> stupid and handled the ball. And you know what they did? They then started watching the golf on another screen. Oh, Mate, I don't know about you. I mean, golf's all right. I don't hate golf. Like, I tolerate it. It's fine. It's golf. I don't get excited about it. Americans give it a like. There were, you know, people in the bar behind me going, come on! I'm like, what you? It's golf. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's golf, right? He's up. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it quite a lot, don't you? During the during during the Masters and during things like that, where you where you're hearing these shots going. Yeah, in. but not in a pub. And, and not in a pub. And, I, I, and but I can sort of understand it also if it's towards the end of the competition and you're building up and everyone's been there for like eight days, you know, and they're just like, oh, for God's sake, get this over and done with, you know, it's the last couple of holes, you know, and you're cheering them on. Okay, fair enough. But you're right, not in a pub. I mean, for God's sake, do Mate, people do no. that at home? They go home no, and they no, sit no, down at no. home and they, yeah, okay. You can cheer at golf if you are related to the golf player and right. you are out on the golf course and you've had an alcoholic beverage and it's sunny. <laughs> you need those four things to happen in order for it to be acceptable to shout at golf. You cannot <laughs> go to the pub on a Friday lunchtime and shout at golf. It's not allowed. It's not right. It's socially wrong. People who do it should have a good long look at themselves. It's wrong. Ah. Don't do it. Golf golfers, golfers all around the world, uh, uh, please learn this lesson. All right. Uh, um, uh, Luke Shaw, what the... What the What's going on with him? He's uh, looking like an overgrown ape, uh, and he's uh, uh, in my in my view anyway. From when I looked at him, he's, he's he's weird. Something's happened to him since the Southampton days. I don't know whether or not he's had some kind of uh, uh, genetic modification happen to him. He's uh, always he's... been barrel chested. He's there. Are, you get these ah. players occasionally, like Shakiri is one. Um, yes, Luke Shaw yeah. seems to be growing into it. Wayne Rooney was one on and off here and there. Andy Reid, do you remember Andy Reid? You used to play Andy Reid. Yes. Yeah, so he yeah. was just fat. <laughs> like, you, like Ronaldo, original Ronaldo, for a while, barrel chested, strong, soon mm. fat. <laughs> Luke Shaw, strong, seems to be at the moment, soon fat. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. And probably like Mourinho said beforehand, with all the hamburgers, you know, what's yes. don't quite understand what's what's going on. But um, uh, I, I guess we'll see with uh, with him. Uh, there was a tweet uh, out there, a little uh, uh, sort of after the game, which came out saying, "Luke Shaw, what an absolute worldie!" 
uh, uh, of a goal. Had it been Dennis Burkamp, we would have been talking about goal. Mate, of the I street. saw this. I saw this tweet, <laughs> and I thought that the man was worse worse than another man shouting at golf in a pub. That is, <laughs> he miscontrolled it. Fair enough. It was a pretty decent finish, but he miscontrolled it. It's one of those finishes that caught the keeper unawares. I mean, Shaw had a, an all right game, a better game than he usually has. And actually, he, I thought his contribution for the first goal to get Sanchez into space was actually quite good and he was marauding. But if Dennis Bergkamp had done that, like Dennis Bergkamp would have had the interview afterwards when he said, yeah, I miscontrolled it. Although, yeah, you know what? Totally. Bloody Dennis Bergkamp would not have miscontrolled it. He would have volleyed it in. Like the first one, just just woof in the corner. And then he would have done his kind of icebergy, Dolph Lundgren in whatever filmy type thing that he does. Oh God, I hate Bergkamp. Move on. Or, or I reckon if he'd, if he'd messed it up, if he'd done exactly what Luke Shaw did and then he'd scored, he probably wouldn't have celebrated, you know, because he'd known no. he, he'd made a, he sort of made a bit of a hash. I mean, he was lucky to get on the end of it. And to be honest, I didn't even... I didn't even think it was a good finish. I thought he kind of, he didn't even hit it that hard. And it almost looked like a cross come shot come kind of thing. And, you know, when, uh, I'm going to give him a bit more credit than that. I think he, it was an attempt to finish. But keeper, I, I was disappointed with the keeper. I think he got, he, like you said, it was a bit wrong footed, wasn't he? He sort of came out for it and he jumped at the wrong time. So One of those uh, annoying finishes that because it's right in the corner, it can, it can go in at half pace. You know what I mean? Like, he right. hasn't had yeah. to wallop it in, right? Because of yeah. the placement of it, unfortunately. Yeah, well, fortunately, yeah. I mean, if you're a Manchester United fan, which I'm not. <laughs> well, he couldn't do much else about it. That was pretty much all Shaw could have done with that ball. So he, he yeah. did it, you know? And so, you know, we've got to give him, I guess, that that much credit. But um, I'm, I'm still, uh, you know, being an ex-Southampton uh, fan and the way Luke Shaw left Southampton, I'm still a little bit sort of, well, if he... Bitter. You know, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and then deep into stoppage time, we've got the rat. He gets Mate, off the mark. I don't understand why the rat didn't start. Like, Hazzy Maguaza starts, and he played more of the World Cup than the rat did. Pogba played more World Cup than the rat did. Um, various Was there a reason? Did you Rash, find a reason? Rash, Rash, Rashford definitely played more. But the rat, I mean, presumably the rat got back late. From the World Cup, probably got back late last night as well. Can you see? Can you see Claude Puel walking into a training session and telling Jamie Vardy, like, "Jamie, you have been there. You are, you are late." And, and just Jamie Vardy's got "Fuck off, Claude," <laughs> <laughs> or just staring him down. Yeah, what you. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he reminds me like he's out of step toe and says, "You dirty old man." I, I think that's just how Jamie Vardy talks to me. But I know, perhaps Vardy didn't want to go. I couldn't understand it. He came on, he looked menacing as he always does. And he also looked menacing playing football as well. Because <laughs> um, he, he looks menacing in both facially and football-wise. Um, well, because they had Ian Nacho instead, didn't they? So, yeah, Ian Nacho is a very frustrating player to watch. One of those players with every every skill not every skill but every what's the word i'm looking for uh, i mean he's quick he's uh, his movement is decent he's got uh, a pretty good shot on him he's got he's one of those players who has a terrible second touch like his first touch is fine but his second one is often either either unfortunate or terrible and then there was one where he was through on goal i think it was beginning of the second half and he did really well to muscle I, it wasn't 
by who was the other Lindelof. Lindelof. He did very well to muscle Lindelof off the ball. First touch puts out in front of him. His second touch kind of knocked it behind him, and Bay was able to come across and 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 knock it away. But yeah, I find I find Ianacho frustrating to watch because there's a better player in there somewhere, but um, he only tends to score worldies against Tottenham. So. Mm. <laughs> And, uh, and then Casper almost scores oh, at the other did. end. At, oh. his da- at his dad's old stomping ground. I really think that the Schmeichels are competitive, don't you? Don't you feel that Casper goes home and talks to dad and he's like, you know, Peter Schmeichel's like, ah, yeah, you know, I got wow, and with 20 league titles. And, you know, oh, and how many of you got Casper? Casper's like, one. Fuck off. <laughs> yes. I almost scored at your old stomping ground, mate. Yeah, 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 next yeah. time, next time, I'm I'm in there. Um, because it's, it's funny because like there's only ever been five goalkeepers that have scored in the Premier League. And oh, 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 we, oh! Can I try oh, it? Uh, uh, all right, Paul Robinson. <laughs> okay. Have you got them written down? You haven't, have you? I don't know, but I can find <laughs> them pretty <very> quickly. <laughs> right. Paul I just Robin- know that fact. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Robinson. I think Paul Robinson. Is the only keeper to have two, I think. Because he definitely scored for Tottenham. And he also scored, uh, I think he scored a header for Leeds. So that might have been in a cup game. I'm not quite sure. Uh, and then what, what are we talking? Keeper, well, so Schmeichel scored, hasn't he? Daddy Schmeichel. Has scored Daddy Schmeichel. Him. Yes, absolutely. Well done. Yeah, you got that one. You found them, them, haven't you? Um, yes. Yeah. So it's Paul Robinson is one of them, right? Uh, yes, Ben Foster. Hang on a second. <laughs> what kind of list is this you've got? I'm terrible, aren't I? Absolutely terrible. Uh, so you got Robinson. Yes, very good. Yes, Ben Foster. Very well done. How do you know that? Well done. So Robinson, Foster, good. Daddy Schmeichel, the original. Daddy Schmeichel. Yeah, two more. Uh, I've got two more to get, and I don't think I'm going to be able to get them. I'll take, his, his, I'll take, want, a, punt on, I'll take a punt on Jens Lehmann. Nope. Ah, They're shit. both American. Oh, Brad Guzman. Casey no. Keller. Bra- you got the first name right. Brad. Oh, Brad, 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 <laughs> uh, Brad Gilbert. No, he's a tennis coach. Uh, Friedel. Friedel. Oh, me yeah. old, me old, very own Brad Friedel. And, <laughs> and the uh, other American. Tim Howard. <laughs> well done, Tim Howard, yes. Good, yeah. So only five. Casper uh, uh, Schmeichel could have been number six, could have been, and joined his dad. Uh, uh, but yes, it's um, uh, unfortunately not to be. But I thought, uh, you know, that would have been really, that would have been lovely. I would have loved to have seen, <laughs> loved to have heard from Mourinho this morning uh, uh, on our show after that. Uh, I, I, I think we almost got an under under key Mourinho today. Uh, yes. We got a, a, you know, because they came away with the win. Had, yes, he was very uh, upset about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been been crazy. Um, just very quickly, and then we'll we'll head off into a break and come back uh, uh, for the rest of uh, tomorrow's games. Uh, Leicester, Leicester. I think Leicester did okay, didn't they? Really, uh, Leicester will be okay. They yeah, did okay, uh, and they'll I'm, be okay. I thought Andre Andre Gray, uh, I think, yes. played very well. Uh, he's a player I've actually been a fan of for a while, but I, I he thought gave, he played uh, very well. He gave Damien a, a, a real torrid time, didn't he? At yeah, points, he gave, uh, him, Damien, gave him a roast like a. Yeah, it made him look like a, like a fool on legs. So yeah, or an overpriced Italian right back. That's <laughs> yes, an sort of hand in hand, really. Yes. Um, and and that young kid Madison, 
That's the first time I've seen I've seen much of him, but he, it's he did very well last year. It's the first time I've even heard of him. I had to Google him. I was like, yeah. who are you? I, 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 yeah, I had heard a little bit. I'd seen a couple of clips of him last year at, at Norwich. And, uh, um, but yeah, I, I thought he did. Uh, uh, Could have had himself a goal. Could have had himself a goal. Just put it yeah. a little bit wider. Yeah, yeah. Also, perhaps he hadn't been watching the World Cup where he would have known that De Gea like, doesn't like the ball to be hit straight at him. <laughs> yes, very true, very true. De Gea only uh, likes them wildly off to one side. But if you hit it straight <laughs> at him, useless. No go. All right, great stuff. All right, uh, let's head off for a little bit of a breather. And when we're back, uh, we will uh, uh, continue with, our, um, uh, with the rest of tomorrow's, today's games. Pink is my favorite color and Friday nights make me feel happy. Here's part two. Welcome back, everybody, to part two of the uh, Born Offside podcast, uh, where we will be uh, previewing all of Saturday's games. Uh, uh, but first of all, I've actually got Jürgen Klopp uh, here with me. Uh, uh, Jürgen, you start at home to West Ham tomorrow on Sunday. Uh, how are you feeling about your chances this season? Yeah! Wow! Yeah, Sunday already. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Liverpool is a, is a very nice team. We have signed many, many good players. Yeah, good players. Good, good players. Yeah, there's only one way to describe our, our signings, if I think about it. And that's, yeah, boom. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I might even say boom, boom. If we score two. Yeah. If we score three, I will break my glasses. He's very. Difficult, yeah, to look for glasses without glasses, you know. <laughs> Boom! Thank you uh, very much, Jürgen. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's great. Um, uh, let's uh, go straight into it, uh, uh, um, uh, into our preview show uh, uh, for Saturday. We were, we, we, uh, first of all, we're so happy uh, here on Born Offside Podcast to be able to secure uh, um, uh, so many wonderful names. We had Mourinho, of course. We've got Jurgen Klopp. We've got a couple of others as well lined up, which would be fantastic. Uh, Mate, uh, Dave. And that, that insight from Jurgen, I felt, was really interesting. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, I think he's very. I think he's pretty excited about the Premier League, which we all are as well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was. It was quite uh, quite interesting uh, what he had to say about uh, uh, about about his glasses there uh, uh, as well, and uh, about some other things as well. So uh, I, I hope to get a lot more information about you with through Jorgen. Uh, he's such a character, isn't he? He's such a character. He is. He is indeed. Uh, All right. What's on? Yeah. What, what are we previewing? Previewing the Saturday games, mate. We're going to go for Saturday's games, absolutely, and we're going to start with none other than yours, yours truly, not yours truly, my truly. If I say, if you say yours truly, how does that work? Is it my truly? Because it's, I want to say yours truly, but mate, not me. I'm going to just let you explore this all by yourself. For a <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you very much. If we have any grammar specialists or, uh, uh, yeah, English uh, grammar specialists or whatever, just get in touch. Uh, Newcastle. If we had any of those, they stopped listening to the show a long time ago. <laughs> That's very true as well. And mathematicians as well, as we uh, yes. right well know. Uh, Newcastle versus Tottenham uh, uh, up at St. James's Park. Uh, what, what, a, what a first 
what a great first match for me anyway and i think for for for, for um uh, our partisan viewers uh, uh out there it's such a great uh, great match um but how how uh, you as a tottenham fan how are you feeling about this one what, uh, Mate, what i was feeling reasonably good about it until you trolled me with the running order for this game <laughs> so so as people still i think find difficult to believe is jason and i do preparation for this show and um <laughs> I laid out the preparation of putting the running order together and saying part two, we'll preview the games for Saturday. And Jason, in the most preparation he's ever done for anything, <laughs> uh, I think ever, has put all of the signings of every team playing on Saturday. And under Tottenham, it says no one. <laughs> so... Um, yeah. Well, we're going to be touching. We're going to be touching on this. I mean, it's the first game of the season. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of things to talk about uh, uh, amongst all of the transfers. Uh, uh, I, I know that we won't have enough time, obviously, to cover all of them. But uh, uh, obviously, it's a, a, a point that we do need to discuss because it changes the complexion of every single team that is playing. So, uh, Newcastle. Uh, uh, first of all, I think we'll start with Newcastle. We'll get them out of the way. He's um, now going to troll me audio. He's already done it with with words. He's going to use his mouth to do it now. Go on, go on. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, 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 to me, I, I see, I see Benitez, um, poor guy. Uh, you know, it, it really does feel like he's in a. It, no, he's aged, man. He really has. You know, over the last two seasons. And I don't think he's good pals with Ashley, uh, Ashley, uh, Ashley, not Ashley Young, sorry, Mike Ashley. Mike, Mike Ashley. He's probably about the same size as him, uh, and yeah. probably enjoys a, 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 a pint down the, you know, down the schooner. But uh, Do, you, uh, think, it, you think Rafa Benitez is a pint man? I think he's a glass of red wine man, isn't he, Rafa? Uh, yeah, probably actually. Oh, no, I, don't, I think he wouldn't mind a, a, a bit of a lager or something every now and then. I reckon. I think he's, he'd, he'd be one up for it, you know. Oh. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, it, it it almost seems like he's been given a bit of an impossible task, right? And he's he's had to sell and he's sold. You know, this has shades of uh, of of Ellis at uh, at Sunderland, doesn't it? Where he, you know, you just sell, 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 and you hardly get anybody in. Sell, 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 hardly get anybody in. Uh, isn't it like they've sold twenty five millions worth this this season? And they've brought in, you know, four or something, or eight or something. Well, he, I don't know. I do know that last year he made he made fifty mil on transfers last year, Incredible. and also Newcastle Newcastle have sold Mitrovic, their second choice striker for 22 million rising to 27 to Fulham and the most the most that Newcastle have ever spent on any player is 16 million quid for Michael Owen and they've Jeez. just just sold their most like their third <laughs> choice striker for more than they've ever paid for anyone ever it's um, unbelievable unbelievable yeah. i mean it's 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 time it's time uh, uh ashley left isn't it really i think it really is it's just uh it's this is becoming a until broken he gets record. a big wad of cash though like he yeah just, fair uh, he's, he is a horrible individual mike ashley <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll leave the, we'll leave Newcastle out of it because they have problems of their own in <laughs> so many. And I think we'll cover them a little bit more in depth. I think uh, throughout the season. Uh, but uh, let's move on to. Uh, Mate, what's, uh, on... You're going to predict that one. I won't touch it. I'm not going anywhere near a prediction. All right. Game. Yeah, we can do predictions for it. Uh, but uh, but Tottenham, mate. Uh, it's the first time since the Premier League has introduced um, deadline transfers back in 2003, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. The first time that a Premier League team has not signed a player. 
yeah. All of a sudden, you've started doing research. I don't know where this has come from. Um, mate, like, I don't know. I feel as a genre, the transfer, the transfer deadline day is a genre that Tottenham have contributed plenty to. We've sold Berbatov. We've sold Bale. Uh, we've not sold Modric. We've bought Darren Bent. We've bought Pavlichenko. All on the last day. We bought Musa Sissoko last year. We don't owe the transfer deadline day anything. <laughs> so if we don't want to make any signings, we won't. Thank you. <laughs> Stick that up your yellow tie. <laughs> do you think do you think Levy just didn't wake up from summer or something? Like, do you think he was like, oh, I've got another two weeks left, and and he didn't realise that the deadline day had changed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Levy's usually quite smart. I think he just wanted to pay incredibly small amounts of money for people. Uh, <laughs> although, let let Saido Berahino be a warning to every everyone who doesn't sell their players to Daniel Levy, because Daniel Levy has this magical ability to curse a player. Look at Saido Berahino. When Tottenham were going to buy him, uh, we were going to give them twenty four million to West Brom. And he was an up-and-coming England. He was in the under-21s playing with Harry Kane. He was good mates with Kyle Walker and Danny Rose. He had his whole life in front of him. Where is Saido Berahino now? That's a uh, very good question. Where's West Brom now? Uh? Set, like, I'm telling you now, Villa. Quake in your boots. <laughs> Grealish is cursed. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, could it be... Could it be as well that... Players tend to think that, and, and, and agents and, and uh, managers tend to think that, right, okay, we've got, uh, we've got Tottenham knocking on the door. Uh, we know that they, they leave it late. We know that they're, you know, that they, they you know, not going to pay us as much money as they can. So let's wait until very, very close to the end of the deadline before we can actually sell it. So this Grealish thing, for example, can you imagine if there was somebody else who was actually interested in it as well? Or they were no, waiting I for I can't imagine else. that anyone else is interested <laughs> yeah. in that Grealish. But I mean, would they, would they would it not make sense to to hold on to Grealish until as long as you possibly can and then right at the end do the deal with Levy and then if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess if, if you're Aston Villa and... Jack Grealish is also an Aston Villa boy through and through, so he's probably worth hanging on to. Like, he's not going to sit around and sulk, is he? He's still playing for his hometown club. So, that's true. Uh, I think that's, you know, probably reasonably smart. I mean, Tottenham have a, 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 a pretty good squad. We have two players for more or less every position. You're limited to 25, both by the Premier League and the Champions League. You can't have 26 players. If you are the 26th player, you don't get to play in one or either of the competitions. And, and I f honestly, I feel it's probably a little bit more to do with the fact that Levy wanted to shift some before he brought some in. Uh, Alder Verod was supposed to be leaving for the entire window, but every source will tell you that United didn't even make an offer. Mm. The story is Mourinho wanted him. Woodward didn't want to spend 60 mil on a 29-year-old. Fair enough. Fair Ro enough. Rose, Rose um, I think some people have looked at his attitudes and have said, eh, maybe not for me. And the socks uh, at World Cup. Yeah, well, he's cheesy, holy socks. Um, mm. And then who was the third? Uh, who was the, uh, Dembele is, is supposed to be wanting to leave. But Dembele, while he's an excellent player, very, very good player, is injury prone and is 31 now. Mm. So I can also see why there wouldn't be so many, so many takers. He apparently turned down the opportunity to go to Inter Milan. So, you know, I guess if you don't shift them, then... 
there's not really much point buying for the sake of buying. So I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. I'm okay. just kind of primarily concerned about how tired they're all going to be. Yes, and and that's that's been a, 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 a big issue that lots of people have been talking about as well. Will they still be able to keep going the way that they're going? I know that we've got a sort of semi-winter break, but uh, you know, by by then, you know, they would have already played uh, a, a massive amount of games, and they'll be they'll be pretty much shattered for you know over the Christmas period as well, won't they? Possibly. Maybe we'll buy some in January. Mate, we need to preview these games quicker. We're spending like World Cup lengths of time on a game. but there's That's like very true. Yes, you're right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, uh, so New- Newcastle versus Spurs, you're not calling it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call it and I'm going to call it actually, a, 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 I'm going to call an exciting draw. I'm going to go for two all. Uh, that's what I'm going to go for. I think Stop it's, uh, trolling it's, me, you bastard. What do you want? What do you want? You asked me to do it. You know, we're just go going on straight there. out go there. On there. Next one. Next two one. all. Two all. Uh, all right, we'll move on to the three o'clock kickoff matches. Uh, we've got Bournemouth versus Cardiff. Uh, what do we think of uh, Bournemouth versus Cardiff? I hope Bournemouth win because Cardiff is managed by Neil Warnock. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> You've got lovely manager versus horrible manager, basically. Uh, uh, we've got... Um, um, well, you, you know what? I'm actually happy that Warnock is, <laughs> is back in the Premier League just because I, I hate him so much. Um, but it, it, it is weird, though, because I do actually remember thinking, uh, you know, after a short amount of time, how annoying he is and how I don't want to see him on TV. Uh, uh, last time he was in the Premier League, I was just like, oh God, I hope he goes and he never comes back again. I, I do remember thinking that. But now that he's he's back, I'm sort of like, oh, I know it'll be good to have him. Uh, but I don't know. Let's see how long that, that lasts. Um, uh, Bournemouth versus Cardiff, we're going to go for a prediction on that one? Um, I predict that Bournemouth will win, I'm going to say 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to go for. I'm actually going to go for another draw on this one. I'm afraid, but I'm going to go for nil-nil. I think. I think Cardiff are just going to hold out everyone behind the bus. Uh, behind the bus, sorry, park that bus <laughs> and everybody's there. Park the bus and then everyone get behind it just in case. <laughs> and we just push the bus. Make sure that the the ball doesn't kick the bus into the goal. Um, yep. Uh, uh, we'll we'll move on uh, quickly. Fulham versus Crystal Palace. This London Derby. This is mm. London Derby fun. Fulham have bought. All of the players. Like, <laughs> if there were players available, Fulham have bought them. I'm looking at the list that you've compiled. It's Callum Chambers, Andre Scherler, Jean-Michel Serri, Mitro, Alfie Mawson, and Timothy Fossumensa on loan, but I think that's yep. a quality signing. And um, Andre Frank Zambo Anguisa, who's uh, got a double-barreled first name and a double-barreled surname. Seems <laughs> a little greedy to me. Um, Timothy Fossumensa, just the one double-barrel. Andre Frank, Zambo Anguisa, all of the barrels. He's just gone barrel. <laughs> Zambo Anguisa. What's he going to have on his shirt? I'm quite curious about that. I one. reckon the whole, whole thing. Andre Frank, <laughs> Zambo Anguisa, the whole lot. Just stick it all on there. <laughs> That'll be good. Because, I mean, you got Andre Frank. Andre Frank. <laughs> all right. Okay. You're going to have Andre Frank on there. That'll be interesting. Um, and, and then he'll be standing right next to Seri. You know, he'll just yes. have Seri on it, nice and short. Um, they have, they've bought pretty much everyone under the sun, haven't they? And uh, uh, Crystal Palace have done a little bit of business as well with Max Meyer and uh, Jordan Ayew coming in on loan as well. Uh, and of course, we've got uh, Roy Hodgson in his last year. Um, Before he pops <laughs> one of his clogs. We're not sure which one. <laughs> What are we calling for this one? What do we reckon? Oh, I think fun, fun, fun. Um, I hope Zaha plays because that's Palace's only chance of winning. 
but I'm going to say Zaha will play in an exciting 3-3 draw. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go for Fulham. I think Fulham are, are just, uh, it's, although there's, there's so many new players coming in, it, it, there's that whole issue of, of destabilizing the team, isn't there? A team, a solid team that managed to get up, was so unfortunate who didn't get up two seasons ago and went back and fought again and managed to get up the second time. You know, uh, it's, there is a big, big danger, isn't it? It's practically a whole new team. You know, yeah, that's, uh, it's a bit weird. It'd be interesting to see where, like, Sessegnon and Kenny, who were very good for them last year, play. I mean, I guess Sessegnon is going to play perhaps a little bit further forward. I'm very interested to I see so. how well yes. he plays. Um, yeah, it should be an interesting, entertaining game, that one. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to go for a Fulham uh, first day win, 2-0. Uh, I'm going to go for them to, 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 to get this one. Um, good stuff. Huddersfield versus Chelsea. Now, Huddersfield, uh, they're, they're many people's favourites to go down this season. And uh, um, I think they're, they're, they're pretty much, I think even the, yeah, the bookies are, are giving them pretty good, uh, good odds to go down. Uh, Chelsea have brought in, however, they've brought in Rob Green. So, uh, so <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, we're, you know. <laughs> from Huddersfield, I believe. Wasn't this from Huddersfield, was? exactly. I think they might just put Rob Green in there for that. You know, there's always that kind of let's let's put that we brought that player in there. You know, when you think about all of the you know uh, 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 nuances that come through and about the extra pressure, let's whack him in there. I think they'll be you know quaking in their boots. Uh, but no, they've uh, they've actually brought brought in a, a keeper called Kepa. Keeper. Yeah, Kepa. Kepa the keeper. Mate, Kepa the keeper to me. Do you remember uh, when you first played championship manager as a kid, right? Mm. And, and you, you turn it on and you, you fire it up and you've seen your mates play it or you've heard them talk about it or you've read your review in PC Gamer or whatever it is and you're playing championship manager and you're all excited and you choose one of the big teams to start because you're like, I'll choose a big team and it'll be easy. And then you you like can't wait to get into the transfer market. That's the fun part of championship manager. If you and I were real life managers, we'd be super, super excited about the transfer market, spending other people's money on players. Oh mate, it would be so much fun. And it just feels like uh, Sari has never had money to spend before. Right. Uh, <laughs> Napoli, even though they did well, were quite tight with money. And then De Laurentiis, who's the owner spends all of it, doesn't allow the coach to do it. And someone's just said to Sari, yeah, I mean, if you want to, yeah. Well, really? Seven, 71 million on a goalkeeper? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want, if that, is that what you want? Oh, go on, do it. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It's a lot of money, isn't it? For Spain's third choice goalkeeper. Gives <laughs> a kid in the sweet shop all of a sudden. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a hell of a lot of money for someone who, uh, you know, he's, uh, oh, it's just, He's never obviously played in the Premier League before. I mean, and what is he? You're replacing, uh, you're replacing a, a Thibaut Courtois, who was, you know, golden glove. Uh, yeah, moody the, face, though. Moody yeah, face, correct, Courtois. Yeah, like, I'd be very happy to get that face out of my team. <laughs> uh, but you, you're replacing him with someone who's a little bit younger, but not that much younger. Gone are the days where goalkeepers are, are at their prime when they're 33, right? I mean, now, nowadays, you're getting, picking up all of these keepers. And, and this one, well, you Gigi, know... Kept, Gigi's 40, and Gigi Buffon's just peaking now, isn't he? It's going to Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, that's right. It's just, it's just peaking on his career. It's beautiful. Um, uh, yeah, and they picked up this guy who's 23, I believe. And uh, that's, it's just, it's a bit of an unbelievable thing. And, and 
uh, I think it'll, it, a lot of people also saying how it's going to help Alisson, you know, at Liverpool as well, because he was coming with this big price tag. And now, uh, you know, Kepa the keeper comes along with this even bigger yeah. price tag. Kepa the keeper at 23. And let's just say that he reaches GG levels in terms of length of career. That means that Kepa the keeper is going to retire in 17 years time. Like, I mean, I mean, Gigi hasn't even retired yet. Like 17. Mate, we'll be like well into our 50s. I think you'll be 60 something, won't you? That's 2035. We can't (laughs) even, that's 2035. We can't even, (laughs) we can't even compute that. Come on. Um, Look, it can very well happen. These goalkeepers, they just keep going and going and going like grandmothers, you know? So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Like grandmothers. Just like grandmothers. Um, uh, Yeah, look, it's it's, it's fantastic that, you know, that we're getting this influx of all these new football players in. in. But uh, um, I I wanted to actually, I was thinking of (coughs) of, of a feature, which... I, I was thinking of suggesting to you actually before this, but we, we spoke about transfers last Monday as well. Uh, but my, my sort of new feature was, or a little feature that we could have had uh, uh, for this one was wrong fella, wrong fee. Um, and uh, like, <laughs> featuring wrong fella, wrong fee, you know, is this guy the wrong fella for the wrong fee? And, uh, you know, of course, a like, lot of talk. Um, yeah, like uh, uh, when, who was it who signed George Ware's cousin? That was Southampton, wasn't it? Oh, get out, get, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's what not was the his only name? one. What was his name? Um, it was Delhi. No, no, it was, was it Abdabali or something? Oh, Abdabali Pele. Oh, I remember, yeah. It was anyway, it was like, this is George Ware's cousin. And then he turned oh. up and someone was like, you've been ad. <laughs> like, it's not George Ware's cousin. <laughs> I've seen I've seen uh, uh, interviews with Matt Letizia saying you know talking about the first day they saw him on the training ground as well and they were just like oh Jesus Christ who's this kid <laughs> who's this guy that they've just brought in it's ridiculous oh mate what a what a beauty what a beauty um, yeah you know and it's a lot of money and the other one of course is Richarlison and we'll talk about him in a second as well fifty mil for for him but uh, but anyway uh, seventy one million. Is he the wrong fella for the wrong fee? We'll soon find out. Uh, quick prediction for this one, please. Huddersfield at home against Chelsea. Uh, I'm going to go with a Chelsea win, probably a 2-0. Two dull. Dull, 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 dull. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to go with you. 2-0 as well, actually. That's what I, uh, that's what I have here. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Watford versus... Uh, oh, actually, let's, let's take a little bit of a breather and we'll come back and we'll review the rest of these ones, okay? Because uh, we need a breather and I need, uh, I need uh, the, uh, the comforts of my own toilet. Thank you very much. <laughs> you and your anus. Just go leave on. my anus alone. I just, sometimes you just need to let it go. All go right. on. Thanks. I would really like to meet another synthetic voice to, you know, talk about things. Instead, I have to introduce part three. Welcome back. Uh, we've got two more matches that we're going to preview very quickly for Saturday, uh, finishing it all off. Uh, let's just get straight into the meat and guts and gore of it all. What a fantastic match. I can't wait for this one. Watford versus Brighton. Mate, I couldn't care less. Can we move on? <laughs> oh, poor Watford fans and Brighton fans out there. Anyway, look, it's going to be very exciting for them. <laughs> you know, Watford back up in the Premier League, ready to go for it. Brighton. Uh, 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 obviously still <laughs> luckily in the Premier League and many people's favourites to go down. Um, uh, are, we, are we even going to give them a, a um, I mean, 
Watford have brought in uh, De La Feo, De La Feo, you know, and uh, um, you know, and Ben Foster of all people as well. So, uh, so they've got some interesting things going on there. Um, uh, at least give it a prediction. Uh, I predict no goals. <laughs> I'm going for a Watford win because they're at home. And, uh, um, uh, uh, and yes, oh, actually, Watford didn't come up, didn't they? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought they came up. Of course they didn't. Um, Troy Deeney to score. A, a, oh, a I do like Troy thing. Deeney. Oh, God. <laughs> especially, especially when he starts bullying Arsenal. But until then, I don't care. Mate, did you see last year where he got uh, where he got sent off and uh, and then he got banned for a couple of matches for uh, gouging or almost gouging someone's eyes out, and, and there was a, a a very crazy shot of him, a video shot of him, and he was just he was just Mr. Psycho, absolute psycho, with his eyes, his own eyes, kind of going, "I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you're gonna die." Uh, uh, you didn't see that? All right, no, but you have to find you have to find it on the Facebook page. I will. I, will. It, I believe it exists. Right. I will. Good stuff. Remind me later. Um, good stuff. Let's move on very quickly. Then we've got Wolves versus Everton. Now this one. Wolverhampton versus Everton, two of the sides that have, have been the, uh, would you say, bu- not busiest in the transfer market. but Yes, mate, busiest. Uh, Literally yeah, busy, yeah, busy, yeah, busy. Yeah. Whoever, whoever works the fax machine, because I believe football transfers are still done by fax machines, uh, <laughs> keep, keeping uh, Alan Sugar's business afloat, because that's all that Amstrad makes is fax machines. <laughs> and done uh, the hair out of yeah, the possible... I, I mean, switch. <laughs> yes, but I believe the fax machine has gone into overdrive. Uh, Wolves probably have two fax machines. Everton went nuts on the last date. Mate, all of these players, I'm looking at the list now. I mean, now that you've trolled me, I might as well actually look at them. Uh, Um, Rui Patricio, Adama Traore, who I think has the the biggest bottom in in the Premier League. Maybe maybe Moussa Dembele is close. Uh, Rahul Jiménez who I thought was a golfer, but apparently plays for Benfica, or came, came from Benfica, the wonderfully named Willy Bolly, which sounds like it should be like a, a posh person's alcohol. <laughs> like, it's like, what was, I say, Charlie, what are you having? I'll have a Willy Bolly. Whoa. <laughs> Get it down, you fella. Um, do you know Willy who Bolly. he is, mate? Um, mate, not, not that much, admittedly. No, um, he's a central defender, if I'm not. Oh, not there's mistaken. a shame. So uh, <laughs> been a striker, it would have been great. I mean, what's that song? Bully bully? Like I'm sure you could bully bully. Oh. Bully bully. bully. <laughs> yes. Bully bully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, he, he is. He's um I, I think it's very, very interesting, you know. Uh, but once again, they've just they've, they've just gone for Portugal, haven't they? And they've just gone mentally. I mean, he's French, admittedly, but they've he was playing for Porto beforehand, so they've uh, they've gone in there and they've uh, um, he's 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 yeah he's he's all I know is that he's a centre back, um, and that he was with he's been in Portugal for a while. He was with Braga first, and then he moved to Porto. He he hardly played that much for Porto, uh, but uh, but he is touted as a as as being a very good burly strong uh um uh, uh, defender so we'll see we'll see Mate, but, uh, talking of big burly strong defenders everton have done us all a favor and brought yeri mina into the premier league love yes. it yes Mate, <laughs> when is leicester versus everton slabhead versus oh. mina the rematch i want it <laughs> that'll happen that'll happen it will. twice <laughs> yes and uh, and uh, I mean, because he is he is a monster of a man, isn't he? This this, this guy he is he's a just mountain. Absolutely... I believe if he you is. climb yeah. up him, 
You have climbed a mountain. <laughs> oh God, yeah, he's uh, he, absolutely huge, and of course, he scored all. Uh, he scored three three goals for Colombia, all of them by uh, uh, with his with his head with his noggin, and, uh, and, two, uh, and of them, two of them he had to stoop because because he's so huge because he's so tall. Um, <laughs> And um, and Luca Luca Din Luca Din from Barcelona as well another uh, another Frenchy froggy froggy Frenchy is that what we're uh, going with Luca Din not Lucas Digne no uh, yeah now I heard I heard a French uh, uh, person uh, and he was he said no no no, no it's pronounced and it's not even Lucas it's Luca and, uh, oh, and it's yeah. Din Luca Din uh, is, is but I I because a lot of people are calling him Digne you know and uh, so. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Lucas Dinier. You know, that sounds much better. You know, come on. I know. Um, Luca is quite cool. Sounds like James Dean's like, yeah. younger brother or something. I know. That's all right. Oh, I guess it could be. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Uh, cigarette pack in his shirt and all that. Um, is, is that James Dean? Oh, it could be. Yes, anyway, it, is, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, yeah, so they, they, they've been very busy. And Andre Gomez uh, uh, coming in. I'm very surprised at that because uh, I think... Um, I, 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 I rate him. I rate him very, very highly. And I think he, uh, uh, you know, him and Bernardo Silva both sort of came, you know, from this out of the same school type thing and uh, both very, very highly rated. And I think that when he went to Barcelona, he was just a little unfortunate because they were trying to fit him into that that front um, that front four uh, uh, if, if uh, they were playing with the 4-2-3-1. Uh, and it was just impossible because at the time they had Neymar uh, uh, on one side, and then they had uh, uh, obviously Messi and um, uh, and uh, Suarez, and then there was room for one more, you know. And it would, you know, or if they only played three up front, there was just simply no chance for Andre Gomez to get in. And but I, but I always felt like he was close. Um, but the thing is, he was always close, but he always came in uh, as a sub, and he just never was able to do very well. So um, and I think that it knocked his confidence a lot so I think Everton have really got a good uh, a good one here with Andre Gomez and uh, and then of course there's Bernard as well who is is comes very very highly rated as well so that'll be very interesting I think this is actually the best match uh, of, of, of Saturday I think this is the biggest one mm. this is the great one and I think this is the one to uh, to watch uh, obviously I know you'll be watching the Tottenham one but that's at 12 o'clock anyway but of the three o'clock kickoffs this is the one to watch. Well, it's actually the 5.30 kickoff, isn't it? It's the, it's oh, the sorry, that's right. It's the later one of the day, so it stands by itself. Yeah, so I might actually do a, a wake up, watch the Tottenham match, sleep through the three o'clocks and then wake up again for the, for the <laughs> other one. Uh, such is my life on, on this coast. And it means I'll still be early in the morning. Uh, one person, mate, in your, in your wrong fella, wrong fee feature, uh, Richarlison. Yes. Uh, definitely the wrong, 35 million quid. Are you sure? Like that's, uh, that's more than Andy Carroll. No, <laughs> it's got it's got the potential to rise to fifty, and I think that's the uh, yeah. That's a lot of rising. It is a lot of rising. It is, and uh, and I think that's where there's a lot of eyebrows raised for this one because um, thirty-five million is what Barcelona paid Bayern Munich for for Vidal. You know, um, who would you rather? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Vidal. Yeah, even at 29, which Vidal, oh. uh, sorry, 31, I think he is, Vidal, um, even even at that age. I'm sorry. Uh, that's uh, if you're doing matchups, 
And, and this has become such a crazy market, hasn't it? With, you know, where it's almost not surprising to see people go for, for whatever prices because it, it is still such a crazy market. But the more that the, the players start to go, the more we'll start to be able to compare uh, uh, how much players cost with, with how much. Um, but I think uh, uh, Silva, the uh, uh, Everton manager, has come out and actually said, look, you know, I know it's a lot of money, but uh, uh, if, uh, if he hits the ground running and he, and, he, and he proves, you know, that he is the player that, that Silva believes that he is, no one will be talking about the money. Uh, Mate, what's, uh, what's up with all these Silvers? There's... there's... That's Silver in charge there. There's Bernardo Silver, there's David Silver, there's Thiago Silver, there's Andre Silver, there's Adrian yep. Silver. Mate, what's with the bloody name Silver? Is it like yeah. a like a like a badge of honor or something? Or is it just like the Portuguese <laughs> equivalent of Smith? What's up with that? Silver is is a is quite a common name. Um, Clearly. And you know what? Was, yes. <laughs> it, it is a common name, but it's not that common i guess in some ways but you know also uh, portuguese uh, have uh, 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 notoriously they've got three four five names in in uh, in their names very much i mean my my mother for example her name is silvia uh, paula de oliveira mins pelham uh, so she's <laughs> hang, got on, quite but a hang on there is a possibility <laughs> of someone being called silvia silva that could happen yes uh, oh 100% yeah but oh, usually okay. it's like you'd have de silva or something like that if you're going to have silvia de silva Love it. <laughs> so, uh, and hasn't Ronaldo got a silver in there? I don't know. Um, and it's funny, uh, really, because the word. No, he's silver. got a seven. His name is Cristiano no. Cristiano Ronaldo Seven. That's his so, name. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's a uh, it's a, a very sort of common kind of thing. But uh, the the funny thing is that uh, actually, uh, um, the word silver. Uh, actually also means um, uh, a kind of, uh, almost like a, 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 bu- a bush. <laughs> <laughs> bush. <laughs> so like in Latin, it means forest or, or woodland, you know, that kind of thing. Oh. But, in, uh, but in, in, in Portuguese, we use silvers, uh, uh, silvers being the plural for a bush, so like a rose bush, you'd have a rose, there'll be a, a, a silvers, you know, which was the kind of underneath, Part of where the roses are, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean, like a rose bush. So, so it'll be like, like a yeah. George Bush and George Bush and Jeb Bush and all right, all right, whatever. But anyway, and every single uh, uh, hundreds of, hundreds of these Portuguese names also have meanings as well. Uh, uh, so, and I think that that could be something that we actually sort of look into uh, in in the future. Um, yes, uh, for, for example, example um, you know, super 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 agent. Uh, George Mendes actually means uh, George Minge. Minge, <laughs> yeah, he does. In English, he does anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, but most of them actually refer to farm animals. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, you've got Pinto, for example, which is... Uh, uh, um, uh, a, a pig. Uh, no, 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 it's a small chicken. Uh, a ch- uh, uh, you know, Pinto, it's a small chicken. So you're Baby telling chicken. me the Fiat Pinto is a, is a small... Oh, no, hang on, it's a Fiat Punto. Oops, sorry. That's a Punto, yeah. <laughs> but João Pinto is a João small chicken. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Mate, isn't, uh, wasn't there a player called Luis Boamorte? Isn't Boamorte like beautiful death? No, good death, yeah. Good, good death. death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. I might change my name to David Good Death. <laughs> Have some of that. Good death. 
Uh, look, mate, it'll be a feature that we'll be able to, to pull out in the future, I'm sure. Um, okay, uh, let's go for a little bit of a break and we'll come back. We've actually got Pep Guardiola. Uh, mate, uh, himself. Waiting for, he himself, he is waiting for us. Uh, so hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, uh, yes, well, he's actually waiting. So we'll go for a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have Pep. The more breaks he takes, the more crushed my soul becomes. Here's part four. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, the latest part of Born Offside. I've actually lost track of which part we're on. And I, I'm a little bit nervous because we have here with us in the studio uh, football royalty, I guess, uh, none other than uh, Mr. Josep Guardiola. Uh, Pep, thank you very much for coming. Uh, Manchester City look on track for a great season and, and you look all set to retain your title. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, yes, I know we we are very we're so so strong, so so focused at the moment, so 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 strong, and I'm actually uh, most worried that we are not uh, not tested. So now I think I will be training again the opposition like I did with Nathan Redmond last year, uh, analyzing them, making them test themselves, and making them better players. I will be so happy, so happy to see this, so happy. Uh, wow, that's fantastic. Um, am I getting it right, Pep, that you're going to be coaching the Arsenal? Uh, um, what about um, Arsenal on, on Sunday, Pep? Yes, uh, I think uh, Aaron Ramsey is a very, very good player. I will do my best. My best to encourage him to attack the spaces behind because I think he's so, so good player. So, so good. He is so, 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 so good. And Lacazette is, is better when he cuts inside from the right. So when he is on the side of the pitch, my side of the pitch, I will coach him as well in the right position. If, if I can do this, I will have a great day for me and a great, great day for football as well. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank, thank, thank you, Pep. Thank you. Mate, he, he's, he's gone. <laughs> And I, I think he's gone off to coach Arsenal. What's he? I think he did, didn't he? That's what he said. He was, I didn't quite get that. I think, I think that's what he was basically talking about, the fact that they're actually going to win everything. And he's going he's gonna to come and he's going to coach Arsenal as well. Oh, very good yeah. of him. Very nice good man. What a nice, <laughs> right. lovely man. Well, th uh, yeah, thanks for, for uh, taking that one on as well. Thank you, uh, Pep. And uh, we will, uh, we'll, let's, let's start, we might as well start straight away with, um, uh, even though it's not in, in sort of running order, I guess, in that sense, uh, Manchester, uh, Manchester City versus, uh, versus Arsenal. Isn't this, this is a, this is the, Mate, wow. Is a I mean, hell of a fixture to have on the opening weekend, isn't oh, it? Like, this great. is, this Absolutely. is top, top six versus top six. It's a, um, yeah. Oof. Wow. Yep. Um, man, man, obviously Arsenal have got in uh, the new manager. I know you don't, don't really want to talk about Arsenal, but we're going to anyway. Uh, uh, Unai Emre, uh, um, who I thought was Turkish for a very long time with a name me, like that. Me too. Uh, I really did, but he's... Um, <laughs> I should be careful. There go our Spanish listeners. Um, there goes all of our listeners who are sensitive to derogatory terms about anybody. <laughs> He's a he's a dirty Spaniard and he's here in the Premier League. So uh, looks. Uh, what what do we think of it? Is he is he still unproven? Is he still untested? 
uh, uh, you and I, Emery. What do you, what do you think? He's won stuff with PSG. Uh, I'm going there next year, and I'm going to win stuff with PSG, so that doesn't really count. Um, Sevilla won a whole bunch of Europa Leagues. Arsenal are in the Europa That's League. True. Perhaps what's what they're going after. I believe that in his last season at Sevilla, he won zero, home, uh, zero away games. Uh, as we know, that Arsenal last year won one away game. So perhaps he will be improving them in that. <laughs> I'm not improving sure. Them and improving himself uh, <laughs> as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little bit like, I know there's been a lot of hype about uh, Emery coming in. And I know that everybody's been talking about his man management and his, his ability to be able to, uh, you know, he's one of these, what, what everybody calls super managers nowadays, isn't he? He's the Pep Guardiola, the Jurgen Klopp's, he's very close to his players. He's, he's out on the pitch all the time and he's, uh, he, he's not afraid to get, to get his boots dirty, you know, uh, on, on a rainy, uh, on a rainy Monday or Tuesday night uh in training and you know and he he it sounds to me like he's he had a, a bit of a torrid time over with uh uh with with the president neymar uh over in in paris and uh, he just had no control over the dressing room after a while wasn't it that, that, that was the main talk that everybody was coming out saying he was supposed to be you know that he wanted to change the style of play and they weren't happy so they changed the style of play for him and uh yeah, it's uh, um, uh, it's one of these things. So I, I'm, I think I think the jury is out, but uh, um, uh, but yeah, it's it's it'll be interesting to see. And of course, they've brought in your favourite, Euro bastard, <laughs> one and only Euro bastard. Uh, and um, uh, let's just go straight for uh, for a prediction on this. What do you reckon? Um, I reckon City are just going to whoop them. Like, I'm sorry, like <laughs> City looks so good. It's not actually no slight in Arsenal. I, I'm not sure about Emery. I'm really not sure about Emery, but I think the, the purchases are good ones. I think Leno as a goalkeeper, uh, Czechies over the hill, that's a good purchase. I think Socrates at centre-back is a little bit bastardy, exactly what they need. Torreira in the middle of the pitch, a <laughs> little bit bastardy, just what they need. Licksteiner, the bastard's bastard. Um, you know, that's kind of what Arsenal need. And I think they will be better than they were last year. But last weekend, there was a player coming on for Manchester City to play in the Community Shield, which they had t- more or less won at 2-0. And that person had around four seconds to play. And Pep was giving, them, giving him as many instructions as he would give to someone coming on at half-time like that man is a relentless machine. He coaches the opposition. That's how good he is. He's sorry, <laughs> mate, but Arsenal are going to get whooped. Like they really right. are just because, because Arsenal also have to play football a certain way. Arsenal can't go out, park the bus, try and hit on the counter. Like they'll get crucified if they do that. And in the moment you open up against that city team, they will just pick you to pieces. It's um, very true. Very it's true. Gonna, it's going to be. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it might be as many as three, like three, three nothing, really. Um, you know what? Uh, looking at this, uh, it's. Uh, I, 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 um, I couldn't agree with you more. I really could not agree with you more. And I think I'm. I'm actually going to go for for a, a, a four. I'm four. gonna. I'm, I think. I think City are going to get four because once the uh, and it's not going to be in the first half. I think they might just get one in the first half. Uh, Arsenal will come out and they'll be like, okay, this is. You know, we've got to get out at them. We've got to see what we can do. But I, I think I think Arsenal will get a couple. Uh, and I think, but I think it'll finish 4-2. 
I, but I think Man City will always be out of sight. I don't think, I can't see Arsenal, you know, every time Arsenal will score a goal, they'll be scoring a goal when, you know, City are already sort of steamrolling away. So, um, so yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go for 4-2 uh, is what I'm going to go for. And because uh, what a, just what a game. I'm so excited about that game, I think. And, and this is this is what the Premier League is all about. You know, it's just matches like this straight off. So, um, uh, but mate, let's have a quick look at the at the other two final matches on Sunday because both of them are, are extremely uh, uh, interesting as well. Starting with none other than the fantastic, amazing match, Southampton versus Burnley. Southampton versus Burnley. Dave, what do we think here? Uh, I think Burnley can't possibly be as good as last year. And I think Southampton can't possibly be as bad as last year. Uh, and then uh, as a result, what you're going to have is a game that's going to be fairly even. And, um, Burnley don't concede a lot of goals. They don't score a lot of goals. Southampton, um, a little bit unknown last year. Interested to see how Danny Ings goes. Um, mm. Him and Charlie Austin could be, I don't know, reasonably good partnership. Uh, Burnley are collecting England goalkeepers. Uh, They already had Pope and uh, Heaton, and now they've got Hart. Uh, They'll be going after Jordan Pickford next. Uh, He's obviously more (laughs) difficult to get than the others. But uh, I think Sean Dyche is thinking once he's got all of the England goalkeepers, he... um, (laughs) get some kind of special star or something. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say like a one-all draw. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, look, I'm extremely biased, <laughs> obviously. So, um, but, and, uh, and I'd love to see Southampton do, do really well this season. Uh, but the thing is, it's just, I, I, I'm so, I'm, I'm still shell-shocked from last year, to be honest. After years, of, uh, years and years, we had like three or four seasons of being able to finish, you know, sixth and seventh and eighth. And we were top half all the time uh, in steps uh, Pellegrini last year. And I think... I, I'm, I, I'm still, I'm still shell shocked uh, about last season. How last season ended, it was such a, a, a roller coaster for me um, that I have absolutely no idea how this year is going to go. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm curious to see. Uh, you know, I'm going to give Hughes the benefit of the doubt. I would have loved Silver in there. Uh, instead of Hughes, there was talk of either one or the other coming in. I reckon they probably offered it to Silver, and maybe Silver actually said no because they may have known that he was, or he may have known something about the Everton job beforehand so i don't know but um uh but yeah i think i think a draw is probably a fair a fair result uh, a prediction on this one as well um all right okay and we'll wrap up with liverpool versus west ham at anfield uh for west ham not the best uh, uh start that uh, um pellegrino would have uh, really wanted is it no um that Liverpool side looked very impressive. West Ham have done their uh, thing that they did in the previous summers where they just seem to buy everyone who's available. Uh, uh, if uh, Sarri is enjoying his first time with money, uh, West Ham are still doing that uh, and it's not working out well for them. Uh, I personally, as a Tottenham fan, hope that West Ham get an absolute shellacking and their season <laughs> falls to pieces. Uh, I don't want to hide my bias because I think that would be unfair. Uh, so I'm not going to even bother. Come on, you red men. Let's be having <laughs> Uh Fabinho and uh, um, Cater, uh, uh, really great additions to this uh, to this uh, Liverpool team. Obviously, Mate, but, and but they, Bobby uh, Firmino and his bright shiny teeth. <laughs> Come on, Bobby. Shiny teeth. 
Come on. Oh, I do. Mate, I really like Bobby Firmino, not just because of his shiny teeth and his sunny disposition, but he's also a very nice footballer to watch. He likes to bring other players into the game. Uh, Yeah, I'm very happy about the return of Bobby Firmino. (laughs) And of course, they already had such a great team last year into the Champions League final. I may, may. It's fine. Mate, I'm gonna make yeah. a bet. I'm gonna make a bet with you now, live on air, or not? Yeah. Well, live on podcasty air, which is anyway. You get the point. I get I, the point. I bet you twenty of your Australian dollars that mm-hmm. Mo, Mo Salah doesn't get more than twenty goals this season in all competitions. Ooh, so you think? I tell you, you really what, mate. I, if he hits, if he hits twenty, right? If he hits twenty, then no one gets, no money goes anywhere. But for every goal over 20, I will give you 20 plus a dollar. So if he scores 22 goals, you can have $22. I will send it to you on TransferWise. I'm telling you now. <laughs> I will take that offer. Absolutely. And what am, what am I giving you if he ends up below? Nothing. I'm just going to let everybody know that I was right about Mo Salah being something of a one-season one. I think he's still a good player. I think he'll still score goals, but I don't think he'll get more than 20 in all competitions. How many wow, did he get last year in all competitions? 43-ish? Four, yeah, 44-ish? yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So you got Half tw- as good. 20 all competitions, right? Not even all comps. All comps. Not, wow. interna- not international. Goals okay, for Egypt okay. don't count. No, no, but like, England, uh, England. Champions yeah. League, Premier League, FA Cup, Carling Cup, Community Shield, the lot. Got it. May, I'm happy to take that. I think I, I understand what you're saying about a one-hit wonder, but 20 is very low because, like you said, he hit 40, 40 Lord knows how many last season. Surely he can't go that much lower. And uh, I don't think we've ever seen a player come in and do what he did last year. It was So you're saying he, he, he did a bit of a Leicester? I reckon he's going to be half as good this year. That's what I'm saying. Half as good. All right, okay. All right. Okay. That's uh, that's great stuff. Look, it's it's wonderful to be back. It's so so exciting. I can't wait uh, for the Premier League to get kickstarting and 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 shooting through the way that it it always does. Narrative, uh, attention, uh, uh, just the love and the lust for the game, the power that comes out from inside you. It's just oh, I just love it. Absolutely love it. It's uh, it's uh, just it's great for the Premier League to be back uh, once again. Uh, so I think uh, we'll wrap up with, uh, with all of that. Thank you very much, Dave. Uh, uh, from uh, from uh, him over there, Dave, from me, Jason, we will see you uh, very, very soon. Once again, a very quick word from our sponsors. Born Offside is sponsored for the season uh, by Bet563. Have a little butchers at this. Look at it. It's an exclusive bet that we've come up with. And when you hear it, you'll think, ooh, I scored a challenge. But here, here's the thing. It'll probably never happen. This week is a special offer on Richarlison scoring for Everton. We'll give you double the odds. You give us your money and you won't win a thing because Richarlison was all right for half of last season and then he was shit. Go on, bet. Do it. I could use a new ass. Terms and conditions do apply, but I'm going to say them too fast for you to be able to hear them. Known side effects of betting include... Liver disease, suicidal thoughts, massive genital sores, consideration of purchasing Andy Carroll, and quick, sudden, painful, unexplained death. Please bet irresponsibly and remember, when the fun stops, you're fucked. Three, four.